Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrod here with the Deadly Fury Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Thank you again for joining us each day. We really appreciate it. Appreciate your feedback. Appreciate your loyalty. You know, it's in times like these that um, I think America-loving patriots have to stick together. Uh, I'm not ashamed to admit that. You know, this, this is this is who we are. We are we are Americans. You know, we do care what happens in this country. We do say Merry Christmas. You know, all of these things that these World Economic Forum communists. These are com- we're dealing with communists here, folks. And it's time that everybody started calling it what the fuck that it is. We are dealing with people that are trying to destroy our country. And that starts with our president right now. We are witnessing. I didn't believe this for a while. When I first started hearing about World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, Tyler first told me about it. I'd heard about it. but you know, I, I, It takes a while for things to get on my radar until I get serious about it. There's enough going on right in front of us. You know, We have a, a business to run here. We're trying to make people money. We're trying to get the issues right. But when this first started coming up was really when Rona started. And, um, and I started reading, okay, this is intentional. This is, this is by design. And then we saw the pattern. And the pattern began to repeat. Folks, we are witnessing intentional economic and societal destruction of the United States. This is Joe Biden's presidency. It's happening in front of our eyes. And it's, doesn't that sound just like the blueprint for Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum? Because that's what this is. And by the way, they're also huge members of Team Ukraine. Well, that list it just continues to grow for Team Ukraine, doesn't it? I don't know about you. I look, I again, don't have a dog in this fight. I love all the people calling us uh, Putin's puppet and, uh, and slamming us as uh, being uh, uh, Russia lovers, you know. This, is, this has so many layers, folks. It's so much deeper. I'm going to be on Wayne's show tomorrow night, Wayne Rich show. Just a great friend, an incredible American. And uh, he was hosting Alex Jones' show today and just knocking it out of the park. I'll be on a radio show tomorrow night, USA Radio. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern. Hope you can join us. And um, talking about what's really happening beneath the surface here. Because, th- you know the song, uh, There Ain't No Russians, There Ain't No Re- Yanks, It's Corporate Criminals Playing With Tanks, right? Folks, God, the wisdom in that song. Because at the end of the day, and this is going to blow a lot, it blows a lot of minds when I explain this to people, but I have walked some very smart and some very connected people through this that were very skeptical when I started this conversation. But you know, I, before, we, before we start talking about something, folks, we, we do our research and due diligence. I, I, I like my reputation 20 years of getting shit right, okay? I don't talk about things unless I'm very, very confident in what I'm talking about. This is why you're here, right? I tend to get shit right. And you do too, right? I, I, I know I, I know that we are, we are in, the same, uh, in the same chorus here, in the same choir. But <clears throat> what blows people's minds is when I start telling them that this is all kabuki theater. Wag the dog. And then people go, well, just, just, that, that just seems improbable, Kent. That seems very improbable that that could happen. Even after two years of nothing but lies about coronavirus, nothing but lies about these vaccines, okay? All lies, coordinated lies, right? The the ugliest kind of propaganda. And then people are still skeptical when I tell them, okay, what if Russia and Biden, Team Biden, what if Putin and Russian Team Biden, what if they're on the same team? What? Well, let's examine the evidence here. 
They've only been on the same team from the time Obama was president, probably before that. Again, not to go through all of it quickly, all right? Quickly, for new listeners. Uranium One deal. Crimea. Now Ukraine. 600,000 barrels of oil a day still coming to Russia. You notice they didn't, they, they, until today, they haven't blocked that, and that's still got a 45-day window on it. I, we'll see what happens there. How about Russian oil getting to the U.S., right? Believe it when I see it. It's too much money. Um, and then uh, Iran, the Iran oil deal, a nuke deal. That's happening right now. Russia and the U.S. sitting at the same table together, negotiating as partners. So, you know, you have to forgive me if I like to examine the evidence. And I see a repeating pattern that these guys are besties. And at the end of the day, these are all globalist assholes that, are, that love each other. They want to see each other stay in power. Again, I love to pose these questions, okay? For somebody sitting there going, Kip, you sound like you lost your mind. You're saying this is all bullshit. Yeah, and I, and I am. It's not that people aren't dying. I know that people are dying. I understand that civilians are dying and, and, and soldiers are dying. But folks, we are pawns to these people. They don't give a shit. <laughs> they would have cared would George Bush have gone into Iraq and killed over a half a million innocent Iraqis. Of course not. Because good people don't do that, right? People that, people that try to live a godly life don't do shit like that. So let's just get past the na- naivete of these are, uh, there's just no way that could have happened. But here's the question I'll ask you. Here's the question I'll pose. Who would Vladimir Putin pick any communist, add them all up together, President Xi, uh, add them all up together, not just Putin and Russia, all of the allies, okay, of Russia. Who would they rather see be president and be in the leadership in the United States? Democrats, the elite ruling class, the, uh, the deep state, whatever you want to call them, it's all the same. Would they rather see them in power or someone like a Donald Trump, okay? Or uh, 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 any strong, you know, willed Republican. Of course, DeSantos comes to mind. You bet your ass they'd rather see Biden and his pals stay in power. And you bet your ass they'd rather see Dems not get swept and destroyed in the midterms. So, look, I, I just, I've been doing this way too long. And I smell a rat. I smell a big rat here. And again, I'll be talking about this with Wayne last night, getting some detail on this. But I, I want to make sure it's set up pretty well with you. I think I did a decent job of it there. I write about it every day. Come and join us, folks. This is what we do. We, we, in addition to making specific recommendations and beating the markets, which we are really doing this year. Uh, and we've done 16 or 19 years since I started the VRA. Having a great year in energy, precious metals, miners, etc. Uh, some of these returns are, are getting pretty, pretty good. But come and join us at VRInsider.com. Again, VRInsider.com. Two free weeks. Try it out. If you don't like it, thanks for, thanks for coming by. But this is what we do. It's what we talk about every day. It's my passion. This is why I was put here. I think you too, right? It's, it's a good combo. Making money and figuring out what these globalist um, assholes have in store for us. Because they're a megalomaniac. They are... They are they are, they're not right in their mind. They don't care about anybody but power and money. So we got to get past the, the uh, naivete uh, about all this. And you got to start thinking, like again, like 3D, 4D chess. This is what they're doing. They've been three steps ahead of us for more than two years now. And it's just time that people woke up.
So that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to at least catch up with them, trying to see what the next move might be. And I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready to go and say, it's over. They're going to crash the whole thing. I don't think that's going to happen yet. I do not think that's going to happen. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, these they're about money. They're about money and power. If they crash the system, where's their money going to go? It's going to be crashed with it. That does not work for me. It certainly doesn't work for, for the central banks and central bankers, right? And all these corporate elitists, right? They want to get wealthy. They don't want to see their money evaporate. And you can say, well, yeah, that could take profits on their stock positions. But what about their real estate holdings? What about the things they can't take profits on? Why would Obama be buying mansions on the coast, right? Why would all these elitists say, you know, be, be piling billions of dollars into real estate. So I don't think the worst case scenario is happening here. But I do think that we're being played. I do think we're being played. Okay, markets today. Uh, you know what? It could have been a pretty decent day today, but again, a bad smart money hour. However, however, the internals were good. Wow, man, uh, Tyler had to refresh memory. It's close today to make sure it refresh your screen because... These internals finished really good, and they did. First of all, Dow Jones today finishing down 184 at 32,632. Got to remind everybody, we're still comfortably, really, above the uh, February 24th first shots fired lows. These are the lows that need to hold. If they don't hold, we are going lower. They're holding right now on all of our major indexes, so that, that's a positive. The negative, of course, is that we are below the 200-day moving average on everything that matters, so that's not good. Dow Jones down 184, uh, that was um, about a half percent. SP 500 down 7 tenths of 1 percent. Russ 2000 was our winner, finished up 6 tenths of 1 percent. Again, small caps have been leading all year, really back into the fourth quarter. NASDAQ today, uh, not, not bad, down a quarter of a, a percent at the 12,795. But again, we're above the, Jan uh, the February 24th first shots fired lows. That's an important low. That, those lows need to hold. <clears throat> Uh, okay, let's take a look here. Fear and Greed Index, by the way. Tyler covered this yesterday. 13. 13. Not a lucky number, but you don't get much lower. You don't get much lower than this. And same thing with the AI survey. You know, the highest number of bears since uh, 2020. And uh, again, we're talking about Rona lows now. So, you know, investor sentiment's telling you that it's likely that a low is being put in. And I think it matches well with what's coming up. We have the Fed rate hikes coming up next week, week from tomorrow. It'll be a quarter of a point. Jay Powell gave me a call, filled me in on that this morning. So we're looking for a quarter point rate hike from Jay Powell. He's just a, he's a happy-go-lucky guy, you know? He was, as a matter of fact, when he called me, he was in the middle of doing a song and dance routine. And it just, uh, you know, you can hear the money printed going in the background. I just love that guy. He is, a, uh, he is a master of the universe and just a, he's a good dancer, by the way. I didn't realize how good he is. And then, um, so that's going to happen uh, no, a week from tomorrow. And the markets are going to like it. You know, no one's talking about it anymore, are they, by the way? What happened to four to six to eight to 10 to 50 rate hikes this year? What did all those 1,000 economists, what did they, where, where are they hiding now? I, we told you, folks. <laughs> Moose out front should have told you. We told you. That something was going to happen. We told you this over and over again, didn't we? And you know what? I caught a lot of crap for it. A lot of crap for this. What are you talking about, Kip? Oh, my God. They're going to... Oh, my God. Rates are going to 3, 4, 5, 6, 
<laughs> uh, no, they're not. The 10-year will finish the year closer to 1% than 2. It's 1.87 right now. And uh, I think inflation is, uh, is a little ridiculous, but I don't think it lasts. A lot of this is war-driven, Russia-driven. Again, I talked to, uh, I've got this great contact in Europe who runs, works, doesn't run, works at Big Shot, though, in commercial banking in Europe. And I, I read it up yesterday and again this morning. And uh, yeah, they're freaking out. They're, they're all hands on deck. They are scared. They, they, there is fear throughout the European banking system. It's liquidity. It's the worst kind of fear for a banker. They have accounts with 20, about 20 of the all Russian oligarchs. And I think he gave me a number of 150. Uh, he said about 150. They have 20 accounts with 20 of them. And the money's gone. I didn't ask what he meant by that, but I'm pretty sure he meant they took it out. I don't think it was you know, taken. I, I haven't heard anything about that. Maybe in some cases, it, it, maybe it was. But it, he said that that liquidity is gone because that left a big hole for us. And certainly in certain areas, they worked in energy, agriculture, and housing, real estate. This is the areas of focus that, this, that my friend works in. And he said that, it was funny, we were talking, and he talked about liquidity crisis and said the rumor is, is that the ECB is going to have to do something, provide support, which means a bailout. Imagine that, another bailout. No sooner have we hung up that here came the news that the European Union is putting together what they call a massive bond offering to support the economy, specifically in the areas where Russian money has been pulled out. This is exactly what my friend was talking about. So we'll have that here. Again, this is, this is Rona. This is Rona part two. This is Rona part two. And instead of the virus now, it's Putin. Just insert Putin for the virus. Ron Paul, <clears throat> the great Ron Paul, has a piece out this morning, which we included for our members this morning. Uh, you'll find it. Just do a search. You'll find it. Uh, where he talks about uh, Putin is the new coronavirus. And I, re I recommend it highly. He, he goes through kind of point by point on it. So we're round two. But the good thing is we recognize this playbook. We just went through two years of it. Coronavirus was about stealing the 2020 election, controlling the people, us, the sheep, and further enriching the elite. Those three things. How'd that work out? Round two is about winning the midterms. I'm sure cheating their ass off is part of it. My God, we learn every day new details about the, the, the theft. Again, the criminality in this country. You know, I know that we have more access to news and uh, that we know more than we knew before. Information has never been cheaper and more available. But man, we are surrounded by some real evil some bitches. Something's got to be done about that, folks. Something's got to be done about that. I don't know exactly what that is. I'm not that guy. But uh, I know that America can't stand with this continuing. It just can't. And I don't even want to go there. I don't want to go there. But our job is to prepare for what's right in front of us here and then prepare as long term. So, I, you know, I think right now, uh, round two is going to be Russia is the virus. Uh, I believe that what we're watching is Kabuki theater and that it is going to be controlled. I don't think it gets insane. It will last through the midterms. It will make Biden every day. He'll look more presidential every day. I really hadn't started yet, by the way. His polls are up. 
You see that is in the uh, latest uh, Maris poll. He's I think he said eight points in a week, which is you may have heard me predict that by the way. It's, it, this is an easy call. Two things happen when a country goes to war. We're at war. Two things happen when a country goes to war. It may be a proxy war, but it's a war. We're in it. The country rallies around the flag, and the country rallies around its president. The base has already come home to Biden. He's got his base now. And it's the same Team Rona is now Team Ukraine, Team Biden, Team Obama, Team Clinton. These are the people on Team Ukraine, folks. I'm not picking a side here, but I know what side I'm not joining. I'm not joining that team. I have no, I have no interest in ever being with that team. I don't care what the issue is, okay? That team is evil, and I'm not going to join them. Ever. But their playbook is genius. Diabolical and genius. And so they want to they win the midterms. At least shut down the America First candidates. If you're watching, I had not seen this before last night. I don't know if it was aired before, but during Tucker Carlson's show last night, they showed a, 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 an ad of uh, Trump. Basically, the ad was Trump loves Putin. And it had just repeated all the things that Trump has said about Putin over the years. And, of course, he's complimented him because world leaders do that, right? And, you know, if you're negotiating a deal with somebody, you want to make, make them think you're your friend. I mean, we all understand from a businessman's point of view why Trump would say what he has about Putin, okay? But now... The left, again, brilliant by the elite ruling class, deep state, brilliant strategy to turn this against America first candidates. And that's what's happening here, folks. I hope Republicans are smart to figure it out. I don't think they are. A lot of Republicans don't want to see America first candidates win again because they're all part of the uniparty, the elite ruling class. They don't want to see independent-minded, America, true America lovers win. For them, it's just about power and money. They only wear the label of Republican because that's the role they're playing in the movie. And so the, 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 big, the big play here is going to be to damage as many America First candidates as possible. It's just starting. They've got eight months to get it right, to make Biden look more presidential, and then to, of course, rig, rig however they can. Rig, uh, somehow get mail-in ballots. That's, that's a concern, right? We're, we're, one, we're one event away. From going back to unlimited mail-in ballots. And by event, you probably... I hate to even put it out there. I don't even want to put it in the universe. But I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Fun, 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 huh? All right, let's look under the hood today. Uh, again, these were good These were good readings here. Uh, again, we finished lower in every, everything except Russ 2000. Uh, you know, again, half percent, three quarters percent. But listen to these numbers. NASDAQ, positive. Advanced decline. NASDAQ, positive volume. Volume was like 1.7 to 1 positive. This, again, this is a, the pattern change we've been talking about in the internals continues. This is good, supportive. Again, we want to see those February 24th lows hold. Advanced decline, NYSE, positive. Again, even with the Dow and SP 500 down 5 to 7 tenths 1%, positive internals for SP 500, I mean for NYSE. Volume, for uh, for NYSE was almost two to one positive. So again, these are these are good. You know what you hate to see though are the new fifty two week lows between Nasdaq and NYSE. What is this? Almost thirteen hundred new fifty two week lows to just about a hundred and sixty new fifty two week highs. So that's brutal. That's brutal. You know, it, it just the action tells me. Uh, of course, the semis broke there January uh, February twenty fourth lows yesterday. 
And uh, they did finish up 1% today. But the action just tells me we're going to have some uh, meandering along. Probably a, a more weakness. Probably more weakness. But I think the Fed rate hike, and if we get one more flush, folks, I got to tell you what I would, me personally, I would love to come in here Monday morning because we've sold some positions, we've lightened up. I would love to come in here Monday morning and be able to put some money to work pretty aggressively on Monday. If we were to get another bad weekend, that's been the pattern. You know, we get the sell-off on Friday, and then we get the money lower open. American public is scared shitless. Who can blame them? My God, look at the last 20, look at the last 20 years. Look at the last two years. And here we go again. <laughs> we get a sharp lower open on Monday. I would be not only buying positions for the VRA, but for parabolic options as well. And uh, that's what we probably would love to do. Because, again, the Fed, Fed rate hike, Fear and Greed Index already at 13. Next week, it'll probably be at 7. The all-time low is like 2. Um, so that could happen again, too, by the way. All right. Um, let's see what else today. Let's get to our, our sector watch. Uh, we had uh, nine sectors finished lower, two finished higher. Led the downside by consumer staples down 2.6%. Healthcare down 2% to the upside. Energy. Of course, up 1.4%, off the highs, though, and the consumer discretionary uh, flat, really. So it was still 9 and 2, not not pretty there. Uh, in our uh, commodity watch today, we had uh, gold today. Again, gold's been on a great run here. Uh, gold uh, up $62 uh, at 2058 uh, The We're $30 away from all-time highs right now. And the high today was 2078 so we're right there. Silver, uh, both were up by 3% today, by the way. Uh, silver today uh, up a big dollar thirty at twenty seven dollars an ounce. Again above the two hundred day. Now holding above the two hundred day. Copper hit all time highs two days ago. Backed off a little bit yesterday. Uh, love this. Love copper here. You see what nickel did. I mean nickel's what is nickel a, a million percent in two days or something. They had to halt trading in it to figure out the trades in this thing. Again somebody got sh a, a short squeeze there. But again these are the liquidity issues my banker buddy in Europe is telling me about. You know, this is this is when you get crazy dislocation in the markets. And this is when you definitely want to have cash. Um, uh, but, it, but I can tell you, it's been very nice having uh, energy and precious metals and miners positions in this market. It's been a, they're finally doing what they're supposed to do. They're finally doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, and it should continue. I think this is the beginning. I think this is. I think this is the real bull market for this group. Copper, again, 473, just off all-time highs. Up today, just fractionally. Uh, oil today uh, hit a high like 129, finished at 124.80, up 534 uh, for the reasons we just talked about. By the way, oil is now hitting extreme overbought on steroids on the VRA investing system. That is not a that does not mean we're selling it or recommending to sell it, but we are not adding new positions here. It's just against our discipline. That's just for us. It's just a it's a tactical thing uh, because it. When you get to this level of overbought, bad things happen. When you get to the, you get to the same level of oversold, good things happen. But at this level of overbought, this is when bad things happen to longs. Just be careful there. Um, and finally, Bitcoin is going nowhere, really. 38515 up 655 right now. Folks, as always, appreciate you joining us here. Hope you had a, a great night tonight. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.